You are now tuned into Accelerate to Great Podcast with Nehemiah Davis, a podcast for aspiring and established entrepreneurs looking for their next level of greatness. All right, welcome back to another episode of Accelerate the Great. I'm your host, Nehemiah Davis, and I'm really excited about this particular episode, right? So again, welcome to season two. Um, we're back and we're bringing some of the hottest, some of the most impactful guests in the world to our platform. And I'm super excited that you get the opportunity to tune in. And today's episode is special. And I want to kind of share with you guys why this episode is special to me. So for years, I've been mentoring a lot of young men uh, really with the goal of putting them on the proper path. And I've always had a big dream. My big dream was to be able to help one kid become a millionaire, right? By the time they're 18, that's been my goal, and I didn't know how it was going to happen, but I'm super excited to say that Trey Brown is that kid who's now generated a million in revenue in his business, right, and, and literally a um, paper millionaire, and I'm saying we'll have a million in assets in these next several months, and I'm super excited that he get the opportunity to come on the stage. He's 14 years old, so I wanted to share with you guys the story um, share with you guys just how this young kid thinks. And if you have a, a child, uh, you really need to let them listen to this episode because this can be that spark that get them going. And the reason why I think it's so important for kids to listen to this episode, because oftentimes kids don't have example. And Trey is that example for the culture. He's that example for the world that you can become a young entrepreneur and make it and make it big. So without further ado, Trey Brown, welcome to Accelerate the Great Podcast. What it do, bro? Yo, what's good, Mr. Neil? How you feeling? I'm feeling great. You know what I'm saying? Accelerate the Great. I'm feeling great. How you feeling? I'm feeling amazing, man. So listen, let's 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 get into the episode, man. So you're a 14-year-old entrepreneur. I know you started your brand at 12. I still got the screenshot when this young man texts me uh, talking about he wanted to – you tell me what, tell the people what happened. Yeah, you tell so, the people what happened, man. So, uh, you know, I had about $300 for my birthday, and I had, so that was $300 for my birthday money. I spent half of that on, like, liabilities. So for people that, who don't know what a liability is, liabilities are, you know, depreciating assets, you know, um, just like things like video games and, and, like, you're purchasing things that won't make you more money or bring any value back. So I was getting, I was, I was, I was buying like video games. Um, I was in the music at the time, buying pianos and different things like that. So I spent half of that on liabilities, and I want to invest in like something powerful and strong, you know. So, um, you know, I I I had first hit up Mr. Nehemiah and Mr. Neil. I always seen him, you know, just around um, in Philadelphia, just helping people start businesses, you know, just helping people uh, be become successful in the entrepreneurship world. So I hit up Mr. Neil. Um, I said, hey. Hey, what's going on, Mr. Nehemiah? My name is Trey Brown. I'm 12 years old. I want to start a clothing brand. I want to know if you had any tips for me. I have about $178, and uh, and I, you know, I just want to get started. Mr. Neil, he sent me over his course. He you still owe me some bread for that too, bro. <laughs> he sent me over that course for the free piece. Uh, but um, you know, I was up all night just like, just on that course, like. What's the best, you know, what's the best T-shirts to use? What's the best printing? Um, you know, how to market. And I was just learning about marketing. I never heard, you know, I never heard these words in my life, like marketing and, uh, you know, entrepreneurship. Didn't know what none of these words meant, you know. But um, I took the course, and I got my shirts the next day. So I had about 16 T-shirts. 
um, all white t-shirts. I got it with my logo. I created the logo. Um, I sold out of my first 16 t-shirts the first week. Um, you know, and then after the first week, I constantly kept reinvesting 100% of my profit. So after I sold out of 16 t-shirts the first, you know, the first week, I was able to get 28 t-shirts from the money that I had invested in, you know, when I sold out. So I had 16 t-shirts. Then I reinvested 28 t-shirts. Then we were going to like 40 t-shirts, you know, and then just constantly kept selling out. Um, and I wouldn't come into the house unless everything was sold. I wouldn't come into the house. You know, unless I ate, I remember I used to text Mr. Neo early in the morning, like, yo, Mr. Neo, I'm about to hit these barbershops and, you know, businesses um, all around the city. Um, my goal today is $300. I would hit the $300 in about an hour from just going out to different barbershops and businesses, and Mr. Neo would text me back, yo, Trey, let's make it 800 I'm like, 800 800 That's crazy. You know, but uh, but but we had to make it work, and then I, was, then I just started making, like, $800 in a day on a uh, Saturday. You know, but um, one of the key things, you know, that I want to stress to everybody, the way that, you know, the way I was able to get successful really quick and the way I was able to grow my inventory really quick was investing 100% of my profits. I had the 16 t-shirts um, and I started with $178 and I, were and I was able to build my brand and I was able to get hoodies and sweatsuits um, and different things like that, you know, just because I was investing 100% of um you know, my profits, a lot of times we make our first, we make our first dollars and we, you know, we buying, you know, the, the latest Jordans and, you know, different things like that. We going to the mall with our money when we need to be investing 100% of our profits. They say in the first three to five business, um, the, the first three to five years in business, you know, you won't be getting a salary. You won't be, you know, getting nothing, you know, and that's just how you got to live if you want to build a successful company. And that's what I was able to do. Now I got about 10,000 to 15,000 products just sitting in the warehouse coming in and out. Actually, we got more um, coming out. We got about 2,000, 3,000 products from my pop-up shop um, in uh, Atlanta this weekend, but I'm able to do that. Now I'm able to just transfer 3,000 products here, 2,000 products here, um, just because I reinvest in 100% of my profits, and I still do this to this day. You know, now I didn't retire my mom at 13 years old. Um, I, um, I hired my whole family, you know, I uh, got my own um, headquarters, and I was able to do this from just constantly reinvesting. So now I got a three-story uh, headquarter building, you know, and that all started with $170. So three, built a seven-figure brand with $170. Got the whole team, um, got my whole family hired from $170. So guys, let's just soak that in. Wow. Woo! So $178, you was able to build a seven-figure clothing brand in about two and a half years from just reinvesting. But my thing is, Trey, what most people, like, they get that money, Trey, and it burns a hole in their pocket. They want to they wanna go spend it. How did you get disciplined not to be like, all right, I'm making this money. Let me go ahead and buy the new PlayStation. Let me go ahead and buy the Jordans. Did your mom tell you, like, what, what is that thing that's making you disciplined, even to this day where yeah. you now have – a surplus of more money and you really could do more of the things you want, but you're still 100% reinvesting every month. You come out with different products. You just showed me the new scarves. You just yeah. showed me the new beanies. So, so, so um, how, so what really got me disciplined in the beginning that made me want to reinvest a hundred percent is like, because in the beginning, um, I wanted to have, I wanted to start off with hoodies. I'm, I wanted to start off with sweatsuits, but I'm like, how I'm gonna do that with $178. So I thought, if I would constantly kept reinvesting, so if I would constantly reinvest, turn this $178 to 
two thousand dollars and three thousand dollars then i'm able to you know then i'm able to get sweatsuits then i'm able to get hoodies and that's really how it worked you know so that's what really made me disciplined i said yo i want to build a successful brand i want to build a successful company and the only way for me to do that you know is i start out small and constantly just keep reinvesting keep going staying consistent and you know um and, and that's what really made me disciplined i know um that's how that was the only way i was going to be able to get big is by um just constantly reinvesting you know and that and that's what really made me disciplined you know and i just wanted to like like i, I just wanted to grow more money i made my first i think it was like 280 that first week it was nice but i'm like yo i want i want i want to make more i want to inspire more people and different things like that so what really made me disciplined is i wanted to make i wanted to have a successful company and the only way was for me to do that was to reinvest i want to have hoodies i want to have sweatsuits and i couldn't do that in the beginning uh so you know i reinvested yo so we always had conversations about used to be a, a artist um <laughs> Used to be an artist. We we talk about artists often. We talk about basketball players and athletes, and we've come to the realiza- come to the realization that it's a lot easier to become a business owner than it is to make it as an athlete or artist. I want you to really, I want sure. you to touch on that because there's a young man right now listening, young lady who's listening right now. And they're 12, they're 11, they're 10, mm-hmm. and they're literally putting all of their eggs in a basket of saying they're going to be a professional yeah. athlete. Yeah. And I don't want to say they can't become it, right. but what I do need someone to understand, listen, because I'm not a guy that discourages dreams, but mm-hmm. it's important for you to know. I don't even think you got to be better than the top one percent. So yeah. think about this: if anyone's listening to this, right? I believe they're only drafting sixty to eighty people in the NBA a year. I think it's like sixty people. You got two rounds. Sixty people a year, which means the the world has over seven billion people. That means you have right now. You have to be rated technically to make it in the league. You need to be the best in your state, top ten. Just to even think about it. So if you're that person, I'm telling you, full steam ahead and keep practicing. But I want you to talk about right now, people are putting all their eggs in those baskets. There's nothing wrong with that. But why should they start a business or 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 how can they be successful with a business? Or 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 even just like a, another stream of income, you know, mm-hmm. some type of way or finding a skill, you know, that 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 can help you like, you know, having like just some type of. A uh, plan like a business to open is, is is super important. Just because like just like what Mr. Neil was saying, like um I actually researched it the other day. What is the chances of me making it to the NBA? The chances was like oh zero point zero zero three percent. So it and you know that's really hard. You know just because like what Mr. Neil was saying, you got to be the top in your state. Um and that doesn't include if you may get injured. Um or anything like that you know but that um but it's just you know it's just really hard to make it that way because you you a lot of times you you need like skills for these different things like like music like like with music your voice need to be a certain way you know i'm saying you got to have the look um basketball you 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 too tall you too short you know what i'm saying you know you too lengthy so like um and business like you don't need to be like you don't need to be six foot seven you know to to invest in stocks you don't need to be you know like like you don't need to have the look to invest in real estate you don't need that you know to to be a business owner and to be a business entrepreneur like you don't really need a skill set to you don't really need a skill set to become a millionaire and a billionaire a lot Mm -hmm. of these guys these warren buffett jeff bezos all they did was like learn 
all they did was want the only skill I would say you need is like really just like determination and, and, and just being able to, you know, have the mindset to, to learn. That's it. As long as you got that, um, you're great and you're can, good. Can you do me a favor? Because I think this is important. You had a billionaire text you the other day. Can you pull up what he said to you? Yeah. I really like that message that he said to you. All right, guys, I'm going to be right back on live. Hold on, I'm about to say this. Uh, let me check this real quick. So, yeah, guys, so if you're tuning into this episode, man, we need you to understand. I want you guys to say this with me. I can make it in ages and anything, and I need you to understand. If you guys know me, you've been listening to this podcast long enough, you All guys right. know my dad been in jail since I was two, kicked out of high school, college, fired from 10 jobs. You don't need to have it all figured out. You just got to start. So what mentor is that who's a billionaire, and what did he uh, text you and say? Because I think this could help some other people. All right. So right here, uh, Mr. Kevin Plank. So if anybody don't know who Mr. Kevin Plank is, uh, Mr. Kevin Plank is the CEO and founder of Under Armour, the Under Armour, you know, the Under Armour brand. I was able to connect with him through my partnership um, um, with CNN and Invesco, which is like, which been amazing and really um, bo boosted, you know, Spurgo and me um, as a personal brand. But here's a message from Mr. Kevin Plank that he shot me, um, sent to me um, at, on December 5th. What's up, Trey? See you out here. See you out there taking over the world. Keep Spurgo rolling, my man. We tend to overestimate what we can do in the short term and underestimate what we can do in the long run. Resilience. Is everything. Keep fighting. Wow. So let me ask you something. When you started the brand two years ago, remember January 2018, whenever you sent me that particular message, mm -hmm. did you think right now that brand would be where it is right now? Like at that moment, did you think, because that message that Mr. Plank is saying is basically like, don't underestimate what you can accomplish in a short period of time. Do you think you were going to be here those two years ago? Did you, um, did you know? No, nah, not really. Like, um, I was just thinking like because even before even before Spurgo, I had I had like just small things going on. So I had um, you know, I I was in the music at the time, and then also I I remember my first actual business was really uh selling fidget spinners um at school. So for people that uh that remember, you know, it was that fidget spinner wave going on, and I was just learning like how to tend to the wave. Um, so I seen a lot of people at school. They've been talking about it, like, "Yo, the fidget sp the fidget spinners is the next, you know, the, the fidget spinners is the next big thing." I went to my convenience stores in Philly. We call them poppy stores, but uh, I went to a convenience store near where I lived at the time, um, and the fidget spinners was like three dollars. I bought like two of them, spray painted them up at the crib, took them back to school for like seven dollars. So that was like, so that was like crazy, like. Um, I bought I bought the fidget spinners for three dollars, spray painted them, made them nice and things like that, and took them back to school for seven dollars. So that was four dollars profit. And then also with that seven dollars that I was making from the fidget spinner, um, from that seven dollars that I was making with the fidget spinners, I would just reinvest and get more fidget spinners. Um, but I never, but I never uh like knew that Spurgo would be big. And um, and what made me like really want to push harder and wanted to make Spurgo more successful is when I am is when I constantly like kept going. Like in the beginning, you know, I was in the Spurgo, but it wasn't like a big thing. 
But this is like what I always tell people, like, you got to find your passion and find something that you love. Mm. And once I constantly, like, kept going out every week and I was meeting all these great people and I was, you know, meeting all these people, these millionaires with, you know, just big houses and different things like that. And I just, you know, started getting into Spurgle. I started, you know, loving what I was doing. I started, like, speaking up more about my business. And that's what really pushed me to go harder. And that's when I started thinking, like, yo, this is going to be a successful company because I'm pushing it harder. You know, because I'm pushing it harder, and it's something that I believe in. Right. So let me ask, where you get this drop? Like, you got a drop. Is it, were you born with the drop, or is it now that you're getting so many results and you got to taste the results, feel like, like, you don't, you just want more and more? Or uh-huh. are people born with a drop, or, or were you exposed to it, and you like, oh, crap. Like, like you just said, you've been to all these different houses. Like, every day when we're hanging out, I'm talking about every day we're in a foreign car. Uh-huh. Uh, every day we're at, we're doing something high level every single day. Do you think, do, do people just need to get exposed once for this to happen? Uh-huh. Or, or do you think without the exposure, you still would be doing the things? I believe, like, I believe, you know, some people just born with it. And then some people also, like, you could just get exposed to something, and that just push you, like, really harder. But I believe, like, for me, I just was always, like, a competitive competitive person. Like, at school, we're playing kickball, we're playing basketball. Whatever we're doing in school, I'm competitive. Like, I want to win. I want to beat you. Um, but And then that's just what pushed the drive. So, like, that, that, that just, like, will push, like, my drive. Before I was doing music, I was doing concerts. And I was just like strong, like I was just strong in the things that I was doing, and you know, I, I and then I just pushed that like to Spurgle. I used the drive that I was using in music and basketball and different things like that, and like the, uh, you know, like the drive and confidence that I had in these other things, and you know, I would and I would just moved it to Spurgle. So like the drive just really comes from me, like just watching, you know, Mr. Eric Thomas, you just get up in the morning, and I see like. You know, tomorrow isn't promised, so my drive is just like, you know, I, I got to get it today. Mm. So that's, like, wh- really where my drive comes from. Like, tomorrow isn't promised. Like, you know, you, we got to wake up and live every day like it's your last. Yeah. How did it feel retiring your mom at 13? Like, that's 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 big boy stuff. How, how yeah. did that feel? That That's actually unheard of. Right. So it felt great retiring my mom at 13 years old. It was amazing, you know, for me. And that's what, you know, that's where I feel like the brand – you know, so, all right, so let me tell you this. So the brand was like, all right, we moving. Um, we doing, we, you know, we doing great. We moving at a steady pace. But as soon as I retired my mom, we were able to get so many things, so many more things done. We were able to, like, look at the numbers and get and, like, start accounting things. We was able to move on to, like, a, a business debit, like, like a business, um, a business account. We were able to move into, like, credit and different things like that. And now we're, you know, moving from just like a, a, a like a brand to a business. So it was like a brand. Now mm. we're moving to, like, a business. So when I retired my mom, we started accounting things and different things like that. And one of the reasons why I did want to retire my mom is because my mom, she was working at a school. You know, she was How working. How many hours was she working a week? Um, I, So I think my mom was going Like in. 40, 50? Yeah, probably like she was stressing though. Yeah, like I remember. So, so it would be like my mom. She would be working with like kids all day, from like six o'clock in the morning to like four or five o'clock. Sometimes staying overnight at like just staying like just staying there, you know, like six seven, just staying extra hours. Um, but and then 
And then after my mom, like, after my mom was, like, working, we would, she, she would come home to me, and I would have so many things that I would have to do. Like, I would have to be shipping things. Like, you might, you might hit us, like, Trey, I got a networking event tonight. Trey, Trey, let's do this. Trey, let's do that. Um, and that, that was after a long, you know, day of work for my mom. So it was just, you know, harder. And then also, like, we was missing out on s- several opportunities where we could have, like, I, like, I, I, I had opportunities to speak out of, speak out of the state, um, and different things like that. But we couldn't because my mom was at work. So I said, hey, mom, I'm going to retire you. Just give me, like, a few months. November 5th, I retired my mom. And then from there, you know, and then from there, we just started going up. So and then from there, my mom just started working and just helping me more. Um, that that month after uh, after that month, we were able to do um a Spurgle pop up shop, um at Cherry Hill Mall. The Spurgle pop up shop in Cherry Hill Mall was amazing, and you know we planned. Was it. that your biggest day up until that day? Uh yeah 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 that was my biggest weekend. I did my weekend did better than uh like I think like the whole year. So it was like, so it was crazy, and we planned that a week before, and you know I did a radio, I did radio ads, so we had a radio, so we did it, we it was it was just like a radio commercial, um that was playing, and my mom and um being that my mom was retired, she was able to attend these meetings with Boom one hundred three point nine, she was able to come to these meetings with Cherry Hill Mall, and you know we were able to schedule it right, we scheduled it, we scheduled, you know we scheduled a pop up shop a week before, and it went like, and it went crazy. So and then after that, um, so um, then after that, I think it was like January, um, or December for my birthday, me and my mom, we, we no, January, we're doing like a um, we're we're in New York for some reason. I think for some like business, you know, for for some business trip j- or just checking out um New York, um, and we're riding on a train in New York, and I'm like, mom, let's just go to Miami. Let's just go to Miami this weekend. I just see so many different celebrities out there. I see so many different events. I feel like we could connect with a lot of great people. And being, like, again, being that my mom is retired, she's able to just travel with me. And this is a day before, like, I'm on some Neo-type time. Like, Mom, let's go to Miami this weekend. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, so, so we had went out to Miami. We didn't have nothing planned, no events to go to. I'm, four, I'm thir- 14 at the time, you know, so I can't go to really no event, no clubs or different things like that. So we get down there, um, and I see Mr. Sean Diddy Combs. I see Mr. Sean Diddy Combs posted, um, like, yo, I'm in Miami. You know, I'm just feeling great and different things like that. So for anybody that didn't know, Mr. Sean Diddy Combs posted me um, in 2018. In the beginning, I was about four or five months in business. Um, you know, he posted me, and he was just showing mad love. I, it was like 500, 600,000 views. So many different celebrities. You got your me. first big uh, wholesale order. It my was like eleven grand or something, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The uh, first time I had like five figures in my bank account, I was feeling great. You know, so me and Mr. Sean, uh, Diddy Combs, we was just like texting. We was just texting a lot, like a- every day, you know. But and then he's in Miami, and I'm in Miami. I'm like, oh man, it's about to get spooky. It's about to be crazy. Um, so I I called him, I Facetimed him, but I've been Facetiming Mr. Sean a lot, but all them times he didn't answer. I FaceTime him, and I just see it starts it start connecting, and me and me and Mr. Sean get on the phone. He's like, "What's up, boy?" I'm like, "Yo, what's good, Mr. Sean? You the only guy in Miami right now with our spur going." He told me, he said, "Pull up on me right now." Uh, and then I pulled up to I pulled up to his crib, 
Um, crib crazy. Crib crazy. Yeah, you got yeah, yeah. you got butlers coming up to you every five seconds. Like you need a water. What you yeah. need to drink? What you want to yeah. eat? And different things like that. So that was just like an amazing experience for me. But guys, this is just from me. Just like just being present at all times. Any concert, any event in the city of Philadelphia. Um. You know, I was always there. Made in America, I was there. Powerhouse, I'm there. You know, any concert, any event, I make sure that I'm there and I'm available to any opportunity that's going to be coming my way. And I feel like that is super important. So I, I didn't even know what was going to happen in Miami. I didn't know who I was going to meet. I, I I was thinking like, yeah, like I, I was. That was the day before you planned that, right? Uh, yeah, Crazy. yeah, that was the day before, and I'm like, I didn't even know what was going to happen in Miami. You didn't even know Diddy was there at the time. Yeah, I didn't know Diddy was there wow. at the time, so, you know, I could have came on, I could have came on Miami just, like, not meeting anybody, and, but I, I just wanted to take the chance, you know, they say no risk, no reward. Mm. I took the risk, and I got the reward, and I got, you know, what I paid for, and it, and it was just, you know, it was just super great, so guys, that just shows you, like, you need to be present, any networking event, any event, you need to be there. Any event that I that I, I, I feel like that I could get value to, or even if I can't, just people seeing your face at extra times. And, guys, let me tell you this. And, and, and one thing, you know, that also, you know, just helped me build my credibility up and really helped me, you know, just just, just build a little bit. Um, so after I met Mr. Sean, um, I was able to meet DJ Khaled and Dr. Oz and, you know, just so many great people. Uh, um, after After that, you know, the, the next day, they having a Super Bowl party. You know, they having a Super Bowl party. At the Super Bowl party, I walk in, you know, it's just so many great people. You got Mr. Kanye West in the building. You got Tiana Taylor. You got uh, uh, Yo Gotti. Um, and then the baby as well. So, guys, um, the baby, I met the baby August. I met the baby uh, August 2018 when I was first starting. You know, um, this is in 2020, earlier, earlier this year. Um, and the baby, he wore the clothing, and he was just like, like he wore every every piece that I gave to him. Um, and the baby was just showing mad love. Um, and you know that was that was you know that was 20 that was like 2018. Um, and the baby was able to see the like progression. Um, and he see me at Diddy party, and he looks at me like, yo, like. Like, what young boy doing here? Like, he looks at me, but he just, like, ha so happy to see me. I was able to get his number, and we just started connecting from there, guys. And, you know, building relationships is super important. So just like what I was saying, like, just being present. Even if, you know, you're going to an event and you feel like you cannot benefit from it um, so much, you know, just being in a room is super important because now people just remembering your face, knowing that, like, you're around. So I was able to see the baby again, and that just, like, that just like that was like it was like dang that was crazy and then later that night as I'm flying back l later that night as I'm flying back to Philly Diddy Diddy FaceTimes me um and he with Meek Mill um and Meek Mill from Philadelphia and Diddy has the spur going so Meek was probably I don't know what they was talking about but Meek was like hey I see you got on uh Trey Brown Spurgle because it's a Philly thing but you know just being present guys so. I didn't know what was going to happen when I was going to Miami, and I ended up linking up with Mr. Sean Diddy. Let me ask you this, right? How important is influencer marketing? Like, like some people like, should I really get my brand of these people? Yeah. And we talk about just with several artists, you say, yo, them wearing it has catapulted the brand even more. How important is influencer marketing? And what is influencer marketing? Someone on here like, bro, I don't even know influencer marketing. How do I get somebody in my brain? Give somebody some game on that. Hey, so influencer marketing is basically 
getting an influencer to market. So it's basically the, the uh, word. Um, so uh, influencer marketing is, is basically like, say if you have a product um, and you're, you're selling shampoo um, and you find uh, a hair influencer, um, a lady on Instagram, and she's always just, you know, just showing like her doing her hair or she always showing like sh- her, she, she keeping her hair right. You give her your shampoo um, and she use it and she like just post it and, you know, just shout you out. So basically, guys, I've been using influencer marketing and it, and it helped me a lot, you know, because a bunch of different celebrities, you know, just started wearing Spurgo and wearing a brand. And it, and it gave me two things. Um, so the celebrities will post the Spurgo and they would tag me, you know, so that's giving me, you know, more audience and that's giving me more customers and, you know, more connections. But uh, then another thing that really um, that was really important about influencer marketing is that I get more credibility with the brand. Like they like a lot of times well, for us when we have in, you know, businesses and things like that, people are scared to support because they do not know if they're they're going to get their product. They don't know if, you know if the quality is there, if, you know, if, and things like that. But when they see, like, oh, snap, the baby, little dirt, blue face, wearing it, I got to I gotta get me something. I got to get me something. Like, Spurgo's, where is that? So, influencer marketing was able to help me a lot. And it really just put, stepped the brand up and it stepped the credibility up. Like, yeah, it's the real deal. Like, yeah, this is true. You should use influencer marketing. Um, and, and I love it because it's, like, really organic. You know, we, we all, like, we all run ads and different things like that, which is super amazing. But influencer marketing give you that more, like, organic piece. It give you that more organic, and it make you feel like, like, like it make customers feel like, like, like this is dope. L- let me hear a script. What's one of the scripts you hit these influencers with in, the, in Instagram? It's not, it's not even really um, DMs. I do, I do text, I do text some influencers or sometimes or sometimes they may or, or sometimes they may hit me um but let me see well yeah well when you reaching out what you be saying i know you just locked in several influencers over this last few days so let the people know a script and guys if you're listening this is game you can use right now that can really help you level up and lock in some influencers right me and trey talked about he said those influencers wearing a brand is worth hundreds of thousands of dollars so don't uh, slip on that. So like this, hey, and then I put hey, Mister. I, I, I put hey, Mister. And why Mister and Miss so important, Trey? Mister and Miss so important, so they so you you know like they see that you have manners, and then you know just manners is important, you know overall. But I, um, hey, Mister, and I always put their like real name. I don't really put their um whatever their celebrity name is. I put their real name. Um, and then I put a few emojis, fire emoji, grip emoji. My name is Trey Brown, and I'm a 14-year-old entrepreneur and CEO of Spurgo. Spurgo is a comfortable approach to design and fashion. Spurgo represents power, strength, and courage. Spurgo is for the go-getters and hustlers. We love everything you are doing, and we'll love to send you a Spurgo package, you know, to just pay homage for your greatness. If you could send us your size and address to ship to um, put the cool emoji and then hashtag. And, and then you show them also other people wear the brand as well. Yeah. Yeah. And guys, that one post is, you know, we always recommend you need to be sending it out to 20 to 30 to 100 people a day till you could just build you a list up. Because if people don't understand, you're one or two people away from shouting out your brand or wearing your brand to change the direction of your brand. What happens if Kim Kardashian wears your brand and shout put decides to put on her main feed on her page? 
Your business is exploding overnight. What if Oprah does this? What if Ellen DeGeneres does this? And what you don't understand is you're going to have individuals who will do this for the love. You just never know. They might resonate with Trey and be like, man, let me go ahead and post Trey up. And the more people post Trey up, it's helping his brand grow. That's how he's on CNN. He's on all these big platforms because someone saw his story. It resonated with them. And they said, man, I need to hear other people. Other people need to know about this. So those are some more keys that I think uh, you definitely should utilize when it comes to growing your brand. So, Trey, real quick, if somebody want to start a brand from scratch, just give me like three quick tips that they can do, whether it's building their personal brand, starting a T-shirt brand. Like what's something that they could do today and, and get started? Like you said, yo, you, you sent me that message. You had your shirts the next day, yeah. like you had it within a week or so. So what can um, somebody do right now to start their business? So number one. Uh, so number one, create your logo or um, you just create the design of your logo and you could just send it to someone on Fiverr for five bucks. They'll create you an amazing logo that you could use. And then plus when they send you your logo, that like that's your logo. It's, um, it's, it's yours. Um, and then number two, after you find your logo. No, before you even find your logo, you need to come up with the name of your brand and what you know type of brand you know that do you want to have. You know, we have different type of brands. Like you could, you could have a designer brand, and then you also have, you know, um, you, then you also have brands that's like promoting something great. You know, then then you have some some other brands that's promoting something great. So you got brands like God is Dope, um, support black colleges, and different brands like that. You know, that's just um brands that's just like standing for something. Um, and then you have other brands that's just like designer brands, and you know you don't really even know what these what these brands is like. Their um, you know, like their brands is just last names from people uh people from hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Um, but you just find out like the name of your brand number one, and then number two, find out what type of brand do you want to have, and you know how what lane do you want to go in. You could have a brand that stands for something like a God is dope or support black colleges. Or you could have a designer brand like, yo, I just wanna, I, I, I just wanna have a drip, like, you know what I'm saying? What, what's me, with me, it's, it's kind of like both, like we stand it for power, we stand it for strength, we stand it for courage, and then we also stand it for like the go getters and hustlers and everybody that you know has like something going on and everybody that you know that 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 just loves greatness. And then, but also guys, like we also get like, like our clothing is really like just just like drippy as well like we just like um you take pride in the yeah, quality that you uh, bring out to the marketplace yeah i take pride in the quality and, and different things like that you know so we have a combination of both so the first step was you know create like create the name of the brand step two is um you know step two is find what t type of brand do you want to have and then step three is uh create that logo and let's get started yeah rest you got finding the program right yeah, yeah. so so <laughs> yeah. I hear you talk about your program shortly, but let me ask you this, man. 14 years old, bro, making at least 100000 a month. How do that feel? I, I, does it still feel – because you've been doing it for a little minute now, so does it still feel good or is this now regular to you? Like, how, how does it feel that you know every month minimum I'm going to be able to generate this much from my brand? Uh, how does that feel? You know, you know it, it just – you know, it still feel – you know, it still feel great to me um, just because – just because I remember, uh, I think our first year, I don't even believe we did over 100000 So now just being able to do it in a month, that's amazing. 
And then also, you know, I just, you know, I just always, you know, just stay humble and different things like that. And, you know, just paying my tithes just for me, you know, because I'm Christian and things like that. But just staying humble and, you know, just knowing that God is great and anything, you know, you could do anything like through God. What you say after every sale you get? Uh, when you hit a strike, go I off. say thank you, Lord. I say yeah. I say thank you, Lord. Um, just because, just thanking God for just putting me in a position that I'm in, um, you know. But uh, also with being humble, you know, just also trying to find other streams of income so that hundred thousand a month could go to like three hundred thousand a month. Uh, like last month we did, last month we did like one fifth, we did one hundred sixty thousand, and the other month we was doing a hundred thousand. You know, so honey, hold on, let's cause we don't want to move too fast. Right, right. Last month you did a hundred and sixty thousand. That don't include your stock market account you yeah. invested. That don't include your other endeavors. That's just your brand. Yeah. Wow, bro. So that so that was like so that so that was like that was like dope. But guys, like I just always had that mixture between like, yo, God is great, God is amazing, staying humble, paying mm. tithes, mm. and then just also just also staying focused and never and never you know, and just never losing your hunger and, and, and just wanting to make the most. You know what I'm saying? Like, one, now that 160, I, w- I want to do 300 in a month. I want to do 500 in a month, you know. Yeah. I want to I do an M in a month, but just, you know, staying focused. But also, God is great at, at, at all times. God is first, number one, without him. Hey, how I feel to uh your grandpa be sending you messages? Hey, grandson, I mean, how I feel to know your grandpa holding down the store like you – you really got your entire family working, bro. Like, how good do a lot of people say you can't do business with family? You're yeah. you, you've been in Atlanta for, for the that. last three months, bro, and the whole team is. When last time you been to your store? Three months ago. I haven't ago? been in a store in like three or four months. But guys, let me say something. I really just 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 really just about um, uh, should you hire family? And pe- I hear a lot of people say like like you shouldn't like you shouldn't hire family. You shouldn't do business with family. And look, I just really, and I just really put it like this. All right, so say if I need, say if I open up another business, or say if you have a business where you need, um, you need secretary, you need someone to work at the phone, and you need someone, you know, just to work with different documents and things like that. And my aunt, she's a licensed secretary, and she's a licensed person that's good with documents, um, and she's good with working at the phone. Why not? put your family in position, you know, to work at the secretary and different things like that because they are already licensed and you got somebody, you know, someone that you can trust and, you know, someone that's already licensed. But you do have, but I know a lot of us do have families. You know, we do have families where some people we cannot trust and that's why we cannot hire them. But everybody, um, you know, we, we do have some people in our family, you know, who we can trust. But it, then it's just also about, um, if you have a position open for someone in your family that's already licensed at, you know, and they're good at what they do and they're, you know, they're great, um, why not put them in position? I don't think it should be a thing where it's just like, yo, I'm, uh, they're, they're an amazing person. They're amazing at what they do. I just don't want to hire them because they family. You know, that's just not a good enough excuse, you know, not, not hiring a family just because they family. Like if, you know, my, my, if, like I remember when I first um, hired my cousin, to work at um, my pop-up shop in Cherry Hill Mall. Um, and she did an amazing job. She did amazing just running back to the car, you know, and just she's, like, doing great. I said, and I remember I said, like, yo, when I have a store, I got to make sure I have – I got I, I to make sure that I have Kaya, 
you know, working there because her work ethic is there. Her work ethic is just like mine. Um, but what if I was to say, like, yo, Kaya is amazing. Her work ethic is crazy. Like, she's trustworthy and everything like that. But I'm, but um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hire Kaya, Kaya just, 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 just because she's family. Like that just really don't make sense to me because like, um, you have an open position and you have an opportunity and someone in your family is trustworthy and 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 is licensed for that. Why not put your family in position and give them the opportunity? Like me, I have a trustworthy family and and people who are licensed at what they do and, and just great people and you know trustworthy. I put them in position because um, you know you know, uh, family is where it's at. I ain't gonna lie, you know my mom works in the company. My sister is my full-time assistant. Yeah, Taylor, like everything. Like, you know, like, I know I don't have no trust word. Like, she got my social. She got whatever it is, and I know it ain't going to go nowhere. I trust the, knowing that I got somebody in my corner for me. Right. Sometimes than just a random stranger because, you know. But, again, I think that's, you know, for years we've been operating out of the scarcity mindset. Oh, your family's going to do this. Oh, your family's going to do that. Oh, this can't happen. And what happens is that becomes a stigma that we're placed. Like, for example, I don't even know if you're going to go to college. Uh, I don't, we never really talked about it, but I, I don't even know if it actually makes sense unless you just decides to go. But mm -hmm. so many people operate with so much scarcity and traditionalism uh -huh. that they don't even know you can go out here and make it happen. Like, when you say what you're doing at 14, that sounds crazy. Like, to me, it's normal because that's what we do. Right. But – no, he can't do that. That's not possible. What about school? What about that? Right. It, we're so caught up with traditionalism. What happens, guys, if you're listening to this, don't let nobody put you in a box, man. Too many of us keep getting put in a box from people who aren't even doing what we want to do. And sometimes those people, I hate to tell you, it's your mom, your grandma, it, it's your loved ones, your spouse, because they've been operating out of scarcity mindset for so many years now, they don't even know another way. And the problem that a lot of us have, the the biggest way to kill a big dream is to introduce it to a small mind. Too many mm. of us keep introducing our goals and dreams to small-minded people who can't even help you achieve them. I love my grandma more than anybody in the world. God rest her soul. She used to tell me, son, don't travel. Don't travel. It's dangerous. Don't travel. My grandma didn't own no passport. My grandma been on maybe two airplanes. You don't have the – you don't have the – Basically, you can't tell me not to travel because it's something you never done. My mom, she been retired for years. I don't even a super long time. Son, you spending too much on advertising. Mom, I know what I'm doing. You ain't working, it, and God willing, you will never work again because I have a specific skill set that I learned. So I only get advice from people who are in position or people who are better than me, right? Mm -hmm. So the biggest key I want to share here, be careful who you share your goals and your dreams with because a lot of people, you aren't where you need to be in life, not because you're not good at what you do, but because someone who got nothing going on discouraged you to go get what you got going telling on. Your, you, it's, like, it's like telling your coworker, telling your coworker, yo, I'm, I want to leave. I want to open up a business. Your coworker, your coworker going to tell you, no, that's not a good idea. But they don't own a business, you know what I'm saying? And, and they... You know, they, they just never seen that it's possible and different things like that. So that's just like, you know, just telling people who never did what, what you want to do is like, that's one thing that we really, uh, a lot of people just really got to stop doing is like, um, introduce the things to people who haven't done, you know, haven't done what we want to do. Thanks. Yo, yo, mom, yo, yo, mom, I want to, uh, I want to try, I want to travel to Bali for the week. 
My mom won't tell me like, no, I don't think that's a good idea. Uh, that, 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 like, I don't think your that's mom a good wouldn't idea. tell you. Yeah, that, my mom yeah, wouldn't yeah, tell yeah, me yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Put, but but um, a lot a, a lot of people, other you know, parents will tell you like, yo, the, the pandemic the pandemic is going on. It's crazy. Different things like that. It's dangerous to travel, um, and different things like that. But you gotta understand. You gotta start introducing your ideas, you know, to people who done what you wanna do and you know different things like that. You, you gotta stop. You know, introducing ideas to people who never did what you want to do. Facts only. So let me ask you, how important is mentorship and how has mentorship helped you uh, grow over these last couple years? Because a lot of people don't understand that's one of the cheat codes. That's a super cheat code. So share with people how important mentorship's been for you. Yeah. And guys, also with the last thing I was saying, my mom wouldn't never tell me I couldn't travel. My mom, she she's super supportive, super supportive. But I'm just saying for other people's parents, because I know how it get. But my mom, my mom, she that I wasn't talking about my mom. Yeah. But yeah, um, but mentors is super important for me, and mentors really help me. Um, you know, just because I'm able to learn so much, and I'm able to get the straight path to success. Mister Neil, um, Mister Neil could tell me something like, "Yo, Trey." Uh, yo, Trey, well, or like say if we out to dinner, yo, Trey, use your business card instead of using cash or something like that. You know, uh, just because a mistake that he made, made, he had to pay more in taxes because every time he go out to dinner, every time he have lunch, he paying with cash. So now when you look on the statements, it look like all this money coming in and nothing going out. So just something like that, like I'm able to get the straight path to success and not have to, you know, go through the same mistakes that Mr. Neil went through, the same mistakes that, Mr. Marcus, him 500 went through and different things like that. And now also um, great about my mentors and my circle is that um, all my mentors do like different things. So it's like Mr. Neil, like Mr. Neil do a lot. Like he do, he, he got, you know, several properties and, 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 and different things like that. Real heavy on the digital. And then you also got, I got somebody like Mr. Zoe that's helping me with stocks and different things like that. And then if I need help, like with credit or trade lines, I go to, you know, Mr. Marcus. And that's what great about men- like my mentors that I got mentors for different things. And I'm not getting like every every one of my mentors are prof- are the professionals and what they do. Like, it's not like uh, they like scrambling all over the place. Like I do this. I do that. Like they all do like they all do like like everything. But the, they all like are professionals and their main thing like. Mr. Marcus, he do like a lot of real estate. He do like uh uh credit and trade lines and different things like that. And he's amazing at everything that he do. But no one could ask Mr. Marcus uh uh a question about credit or trade lines and stuff that he can't answer and you know give you the most game. So guys, like all my mentors, I got a mentor um who who's who's like an expert in everything that they do. So if I so if someone present a real estate opportunity to me, I could you I know yeah <laughs> I hit up I hit up Mr. Doug or I hit up you know Miss Mr. Big Business Mr. Greg you know and different things like that. So I got mentors you know for everything. If you know uh, if I need help with this part of my brand trying to hit online more, I know I could hit up my billionaire mentor Mr. Kevin Plank. I know you know so so, so, so that's great. Crazy. So listen, what I want to do because we're gonna be bringing this episode to an end real quick. Oh man, we closing? Hey, I, we we might keep going, but yeah. I want you to. You talked about how important mentors is, and I know you dropped the program. Um, it was so crazy. I saw you do it. You got fifteen of your mentors inside of the program, not yeah. just teaching people how to build a T-shirt brand, not just teaching people how to build a personal brand, but so many other pieces of gems you uh-huh. gave to people. 
I want you to talk briefly about your program, what you got, mm-hmm. um, who is it for? Well, it's for everybody, but yeah. I want you to talk a little bit about it and why people should get it and uh, how they could get it. All right, so guys, um, so I started my program. It's called Brand Accelerator. Um, and the reason why I wanted to start um, a program, you know, I was really on the fence about it for a long time just okay. because just, just because I – like I, I I wasn't a person a, as you see now like I'm doing a bunch of like different videos on IG just giving away so much game but I was just a person um in the beginning there where it's like yo I'm just learning but I ain't trying to dish it out I ain't trying to give you like I ain't trying I ain't gonna go 60 minutes I ain't gonna go like five hours on a course just giving just giving you everything I know I mean I and it didn't matter how much I was getting paid for I was just like somebody who who who, who want to soak all the knowledge in and not share it. But guys, this is it's so much money out here for everybody. Um, but I want to start the program. I get about thirty to forty DMs a day. Yo, Trey, I have this clothing brand. I'm trying to expand it. Yo, yo, Trey, I want to I want to op- start a clothing brand. I need help. Yo, Trey, uh, can you please help me? And I can't respond because it's it's it's, it's hundreds of people DMing me like a day. Um, and it, and it could get real crazy and it could get real reckless. Um, so uh. No, I started the program showing you how to build a six and seven figure brand, you know, and I just got so many different gems in there. So I got how to create a website, how to create a logo, what's the best colors to use in a logo. Um, and then I also got j- just different things like I got manufacturer list um, and then I got vendors list as well for, you know, a, a bunch of different things like you want to start a hair care company. And then also personal brand. Why is your personal brand super important? And you know some some tips on Instagram and how to get more views. And so I got a bunch of different things on how to build a brand and how to build a personal brand as well. And then also, guys, I, I wanted to give you guys like a little uh, like a bonus, like a, a not co- the big bonus. Like I got Hum Five Hundred, Mr. Hum Five Hundred in here, Runway Billionaire, Mr. Joshua Chris. And like so, I got so many different people in here that's just. You know that do everybody do different things like Mr. Joshua Chris. He's an Amazon. He's an Amazon seller. Uh, man, this guy's doing uh, millions and millions a year. You know, and, and I remember I went to his crib in Texas. You know, it's crazy. You know, jacuzzis and pools and different things like that. You know, um, but I got you know Mr. Joshua Chris in there. I got um, you know um. Like what I said, I got Mr. Runway Billionaire, marketing genius. Like anything marketing, Mr. Runway is like, where is that? Um, Mr. Marcus Y. Roger, he's like killing it right now. He's just showing you everything about digital. Maddie J, Toro, anything. Rent, you want to learn how to rent cars and different things like that. How so to have it sounds like a university for building your personal brand, building mm-hmm. a clothing brand, and making money in all these other sectors. Yep, and having other streams of income and building your income. Mr. Zoe. He he helped me about um uh, uh two three months ago um with the stocks and now I'm able to uh now like with the systems that I put in place and different things like that now I'm able to like watch the stock market and different things like that. But Mr. Zoe he helped me, Mr. Zoe he helped me like get into stocks. Now I'm able to invest in stocks and now I'm able to earn some extra income. You know um from you know doing stocks. So it's great. So it's great because I'm able to earn extra and you're being able to learn how to earn extra income in so many different spaces. So it's showing you how to build a personal brand, showing you how to build build like your brand, and then it's showing you how to make money in other places. So you can, you know, get the program at buildwithtrade.com. And I'm super wow. excited to help people. I think we only doing 20 spots. Like, be one of the first. So yeah. basically, this straight path to success. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> I, and I, think we got, I think we got about, like, 
fifty to hundred people that signed up and that's just learning, guys. And and, and you know, I just want to give as much game as I can and help as much people as I can. You know, become financially free. Um, help um more people. You know, reach their goals and dreams. Whatever you want to be, I'll help you help you get there. Yeah, and, and, and that's love, man. And I really appreciate guys because I was one of the guys on 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 Trey's head. Like Trey, man, why don't you start teaching people the game? Like help. And literally for a year, he just was closed. Like, no, nah, I'm on court all this game. Yeah. But now, y'all, I'm super excited that he he released this to the world. And not only just what he did, having 15 of his mentors, I'm on there. Like, everybody who's on there is a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Every single mentor, like, everyone giving you all of their game, like 30 minutes to an hour a game. Um, and literally, I think it's going to be the best thing to ever hit the market, especially for someone who's 14. And not only for someone who's 14, I need you guys to understand, this isn't just for kids. This is really for adults. This is really for adults, right? This is really for adults, but kids can – I would recommend you doing it with your kid. Um, so what you, what's the site? Buildwithtrade.com. Uh, buildwithtrade.com. I'm super excited to help, man. I want to help as much people as possible. Uh, so it's buildwithtrade.com. Let's get it. I want to help you build a six- and seven-figure brand. Let's get it. Super excited. Yeah. And listen to me, before we wrap, Trey, how can people support the brand, bro? Because on my and, and do me a favor, I want to see mm-hmm. when y'all go buy something, I want y'all to DM me and with the screenshot of the purchase. If you're listening to this, right, I always ask, I want to see, let's get this young man as much support as possible. And I'm competitive too, right? So I know he did the episode with EYL, 500,000 views. Shout out to my guys. Uh, I think he did an episode with uh, David Shan, Sleepers for Suckers. But on my episode, I want to see him make some money. So I need everybody to go to Spurgo.com, go buy something. Send me the DM, and I might give you something extra. But I want to know him like, yo, I made a lot of bread off of this podcast, right? And that's S-P-E-R-G-O.com. And, guys, I don't know if this program is going to – I don't know if this video is going to be out um, as soon. Um, as soon, but guys, uh, so this weekend, uh, December 17th through the 20th, I'm having a pop-up shop, Cumberland Mall. Uh, I'm super excited, guys. You know, so last year we did our first pop-up shop, Cherry Hill Mall. It was epic, but this year we're going to do it bigger. We hitting the A, Atlanta. We hitting Atlanta, A, Atlanta, we coming. So just as long as this program, I mean, this video, I keep saying, but if this video come out soon enough, make sure you pop up. You know, let's get it. I want to meet some more people. I want to connect with some more people. And then also we're going to have a bunch of Spurgo drip shirts. Let's yes, go, guys. So, again, I want to say thank you all so much for tuning in this episode. This episode means a lot to me because I, one of my dreams came true, helping create a, a millionaire before 18. Like he told me I was actually – I told me he would be a millionaire by 18. And 14. I think he, and I think he said I, I was uh, – uh, I offended him. Yeah. yeah. He said, I, that was offensive, bro. Yeah. What you mean, 18? What are you talking about? He used to always say on calls, like, yo, I know Trey is going to be the kid that, that he, it, sometimes he would say 21. Sometimes he was saying 18. I was like, dang, Mr. Neal, you going to do me like that? You going to do, 18? don't do me like that, big bro. Yeah. Don't do me like that, big bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, 14, yeah. became a millionaire. Great. Mm. But, but we about to hit that billionaire status, guys. Mark Ooh. my words. 20, t- 25 and be that billionaire. Oh, y'all hear it. Listen to me, right? Y'all heard that. Speaking Wait, actually, in actually, hold up. I need somebody, I need somebody years, to DM bro. me real quick. Who the youngest billionaire? Because I want to beat that. Who the youngest billionaire? Mm. I think Sel- it's Kylie. S- self-made, though. That's yeah. key. Not not somebody giving the 
it got self-made. All right. But yeah. Kylie, Kylie self-made. Yeah, right. I'm just saying. So was she like a billion three? I don't, I don't know. You I don't you got to look that. it up. Yeah. Hey, I got to beat that but Kylie doing So guys, thing. listen to me. Go DM Trey right now um with your purchase or DM me after you make your purchase. Go to spurgo.com. I want to see everybody support this young man. He could be outside selling drugs. He could be outside gang banging. He could be doing a lot of the wrong things right now, but he's fully locked in. He's fully focused on his goals and his dreams, and every single day he's chasing it and he is our future, right? He even heard, said he might be the president. I believe whatever this man says at this moment in time. So listen, tap in or tap in so you don't get tapped out. And make sure you make your kids listen to this and start taking action on the information. They may hear it, and this may be all they need to change their direction. This may be all they need to start a business. And what I highly suggest you do, you and your family, go to buildwithtray.com right now. Go ahead and enroll in his program, right? And the reason why you want to do this, you could build a brand with your family. You could start a T-shirt brand with your family, right? Make your money back in, in a day or two, utilizing everything that Trey and his mentors break down, right? Mm -hmm. And more importantly, now you could begin to create a legacy for your family. The problem that a lot of us have, especially in the African-American family, we're never told about ownership. Mm. We don't own anything. We don't own our own brands. We don't own, we don't own anything. So what happens is, Year after year after year, we find ourselves going deeper in a hole. So a lot of people right now, they're about to go out for Christmas and bless their kids. New Jordans, new Xbox, all type of toys. And I've watched this. After 30 days, all of those things you bought, they're thrown in the basement. None of those things are adding any more value. So give your kids something as education, right? Here's another problem that I've had with the school district. Why right now, still to this day, between first grade to 12th grade, we never learn about home, home ownership. Mm -hmm. We never learn about credit. We never learn about building your personal brand. We never learn that you could buy your first investment property utilizing FHA. We never learn Which that you putting could, 3% down. Right. We never learn about stocks. We never learn about credit. But we will learn that you could go get a degree. We will learn that you could go ahead and get a degree and pay 40, 50 grand a month. I mean, 40, 50 grand a year, and you don't start making money until four years uh, after you get it. But we don't learn you can invest in a program from someone who didn't apply the information and be able to become successful in a lot shorter of time. So if you're listening to this, don't get caught up with materialism. We don't want to look good. We want to be good, right? Mm -hmm. You can't pass down your job, and you can't pass down your degree. Don't make sure. Don't be preaching that. Find a good job. Work that good job for the next 40 years of your life, then retire on 40%. That's called the 40-40-40 plan. Mm. Find a good job. Work it for 40 hours a week. Work that good job for the next 40 years of your life, then retire on 40% of your income. The problem with the 40-40 plan is we can't even retire on 100%, on, on 100% because we have never been taught about financial literacy. So how are we going to live on 40%? So listen to me, guys. If you don't do anything else, you better tap into some information. In order for you to change your life, you must make a decision. You can't keep waiting, hoping, and wishing somebody's going to come change something. You got to be the person to change it for yourself. So, again, y'all, thank y'all so much for tapping into this episode. I hope this resonated with somebody here today. I hope someone takes action on this information. I hope somebody supports Spurgo today. And I hope every goal and dream you have uh, come true. Without further ado, stay tuned for the next episode. Please like, subscribe, share, and tell a friend about this information that you're going to apply that's going to change your life. Let's get it. Peace.